The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time romacraft tobacco the after show the after show the The after after show. show it's the last after show of the year 2021 December 29th, and just a couple of days from now will be New Year's Eve. You going out for New Year's Eve? Never. Never. No. Hate it. Amateur night. Amateur night. Uh, someone wants to pay me four grand, I'll DJ their party. You'll Other go, than that. You'll go to work. I've done it. Never been happy mm-hmm. about doing it, but uh, I've done it. Yeah, don't go out. Back in the day, I used to go see the Fools all the time. Oh, yeah. New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, yeah. You brought me one time. I brought you. Yeah. You, you left. I did. You left he, early. he didn't like Psycho Chicken. He didn't get to it. He didn't get to the did best he? party. He left after a few songs. He goes, it's, a, it's a night for beautiful girls? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I made it through the two opening acts, and then it was like, this guy's got his shirt off, and he's dancing across the stage. Uh, I could do that. He did, he did all kinds of different music, too. They do country and western, and they do <laughs> rock, and they do... Roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you look back, you reflect at this time of year, and you reflect back, and that's what we're going to do a little bit. We're going to reflect on some emails. So we do the email of the week each week. There's lots of them that come in, uh, some worthy enough to go forward, some worthy enough not to, uh, and they don't, they don't make the cut. But of all of them, there are some favorites and best ones, mm-hmm. according to Mr. J. Yeah. And these have made the cut. You've you've said them all before. These are yeah. These have all been. They've all made it onto the show. Uh, so they did not win, them, but the, the diehards that listen to the show every week. There's going to be a repeat to them. Yeah, in in some sort. That's but all right. You'll see yeah. if. Uh, and right in the show notes, I say we'll see if Jonathan picked the right ones. It seems unlikely. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's I, just... I often shit on you in the show notes because you don't read them. True. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Scott writes, for the love of God. For the love of God. Good day, gentlemen, and Mr. Jonathan. I have to say, it's off to a good start, Ed Sullivan. I have to say, I found you all about two years ago, and I have been a faithful listener ever since. You actually make me look forward to my Monday AM drive. But I wanted to reach through the radio and choke you listening to you chew the first half of the jerky show. However, uh, that was loud. Mr. J would enjoy that, so I digress. Hmm. I would rather listen to stories of coins and ribbons or perhaps do deep knee squats in a cucumber patch <laughs> before I listen to that first half again. However, I pushed through and thoroughly enjoyed the episode when Dave wasn't smacking his lips yeah. and, in fact, had an aha moment. A few weeks ago, I was smoking my favorite stick and eating some smoked ribs covered in spices and a sauce, 
The smoke I enjoyed hundreds of times before tasted awful. It was the combo of the sauce and the cigar? Perhaps. Anyways, I love you guys and all the knowledge you share, and more importantly, the banter between you all. Keep up the awesome work, and if you ever have the idea of chewing on air again, borrow one of Mr. Jonathan's ball gags. Barry, I wish you well in your health pursuit, and Mr. Jonathan was right with the chicken debate. Cheers. What are you looking for, buddy? I'm looking for my um, uh, segment that we're going to have to do later on that was right here. I looked at it, and it's gone. Any chance that it went into your briefcase? Your uh, calendar. Um, it had to have, because in between the regular show and the after show, <laughs> the dentist called to reschedule an appointment for me, and it's, it had to be where you it know, went. You know, as Jonathan read that email, it occurred to me, that may be why Snack Authority failed, was just your chewing. Chewing. Yeah. You're a loud chewer. So we On let, the air. We laid off, and if you remember way back at the beginning of the Cigar Authority, we'd go to break, and we'd come back, and we'd start eating. Tommy Grella would bring something the that he snack. made. Yeah. yeah. So we'd have a snack, so we ate, and maybe that's why the show didn't take <laughs> off. And then Tommy Grella quit, Mr. Jonathan quit. And there was and, no uh, food. Was no food. I did, so it went away, and then every once in a while, we'd bring the food in. But we have to eat our food. Thank you. Eat our food. Um, during the break. During break. Yeah. Even, even when it's birthday cake and stuff, uh, I'm a loud eater, huh? That's a uh, that was a good suggestion from Scott, and uh, and we adhered to that. And Scott also made it onto the uh, Mickey Peg episode, where Mickey Peg said that was his favorite email. Hmm. I did have it. All right, I put it there. Huh. I was saying, how could it disappear? I actually just looked at yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you decided which one you were going to go with. Uh, so Casey writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. What gives? Imagine my surprise and delight when I saw that the after show was going to talk about the best cigar bands. Then you guys actually made up a top 10 list of your favorite bands. Cigar bands, not rock bands, of course. Then I saw you were going to make a special package to buy your top 10 cigars on twoguyscigars.com titled The Best Cigar Bands in the Land. I was thrilled. And naturally, I had to buy it. Then on Saturday's show, you talked more about your favorite bands, the top 10 list, and the package you put together to buy. What a great idea. How did you ever come up with such an awesome idea? Oh, wait, you didn't. I did. Ah. (laughs) I listed all that in my last email to you that didn't even get mentioned. (laughs) Is that a coincidence? Or you read it to me and I said, this is a good idea. Uh, No, yeah, that's exactly what happened is the email was not a contender for email of the week. It wasn't all that witty, but it had a great idea. And I just passed the email to you and you said, oh, let's go with it. And then the email as it does on your desk got thrown away once you had your notes written and we didn't know who it was that had written in. Uh, who was so this? This is, uh, this is Casey. Casey, thank you for the idea. I, I believe me. And this I, is what this is my my redo here. I wanted to make sure that Casey got his just deserves. Casey Briggs came up with the idea for the best uh, best bands band. in the land. Both the huh. he came up with the idea for the pack and for the after show. That was that wow. was all him. Wow. Okay. We owe him something. Yeah. Can we send him something? I'll just give this to Barry, and then whatever you decide to send him, send him something. Send him, <laughs> send, send him one of those Garofalo bands. They're very valuable. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, why don't you send Smoke them a- the cigar first and just send him the beer. I mean, that might be why don't you a new send contender. Them, yeah, why don't you send him the three different Garofalos, like in Toro. The, the, um, there's a nat- natural, there's a Sun- Connecticut sun-grown and a Maduro. Maduro. Okay. 
Because that's no, it may not be the best band in the land, but it's the most expensive. Most expensive. <laughs> so this will go out on uh, December 30th. Okay. Because you well, won't know about it until the 29th. You've got a lot of things to keep track of, Barry. Yeah. Tom writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com a penny or a coin for your thoughts. <laughs> this is making fun of me. <laughs> Gentlemen. I'm not here to make sport of. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, notwithstanding. I, see, I get the dig right at the very beginning. You think this email is going to be about you, and I get the shot. All right, let's see. I've been enjoying cigars since my childhood best friend introduced me to them in 1996 to celebrate my daughter, his granddaughter's birth. The cigar is still my favorite, but for the memory and the journey it has sent me on, but it tasted awful. Hmm. That piece of crap first cigar that I shared with my buddy grew to hunts for premium unicorn cigars that we could enjoy at our annual MLB spring training trips to Arizona. Uh, They grew to buying pirated Cubans from my buddy's roommate's Cuban's father, grew to smoking sessions with my folks' hot tub, with my dad, brothers, and even my mom from time to time. Grew to now (laughs) COVID-forced quarantine cigar smoking in a backyard storage shed converted to a cigar shack outfitted with a beer fridge, heater, and wow. Wi-Fi TV to watch the Cigar Authority on the oh YouTube weekly. I, I believe we can hang out. Yeah. I digress. What I've learned over these last 25 years is that cigars bring people together. I mean, look at you four knuckleheads. <laughs> cigars foster personal retreat and regeneration and or community gathering with respectful, often hilarious conversations in the midst of white ash and blue haze. So my question I've stumbled across a cigar business idea that I had and some close friends, and I think it would help bolster the cigar smoking community as well as drive more and new businesses for retailers and manufacturers and has an element of sticking it to the man with regard to increased smoking regulations that are infuriating and concerning us all. So what steps... A lot of writing. A lot of writing. What steps is a true cigar advocate, burgeoning cigar entrepreneur... Should I be taking to seed the project and grow this idea into something that can give me work that is a fun or purposeful idea and that at the same time will protect our cigar smoking brethren and simulate more business for retailers and manufacturers alike? This is not the email that I thought it was. Can you read it again? I've lost track of what's going on. It's so long. It's so long. That was a fail. I'm sorry. I thought it was a different one. Yeah, because I lost track of it. The hot tub thing. The hot tub was good. And he brought up a good point. Do you think any of us would associate if we had no cigars? I think Ed, me, and you would. Yeah, because we're, we're smart people. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, I don't see myself take the cigars out of it. Bumping into a bar with Barry right. saying, okay, I'm going to hang out with him because yeah. I'm not the guy going to the bar, and that's where he goes. Right. Jonathan, on the other hand, he's doing athletic things and vegan and, and oh. trying to find his karma and his-, his Dances uh, with men. Yeah. Right. I think you would dance with the man tapped you on no, the shoulder. We're just two old regular guys. Regular guy. You're a regular guy. Right. That, you know, I knew you from being a customer and stuff. I would yeah, sit way with you. back. There'd be other people there, but I would tend to- we hung with out. You. Yeah. 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 I used to love hanging out over there. Yeah. Yeah. And with the with, koi pond. Well, and with his dad, too. I had to sit on the windowsill back in the old store. There were only a few chairs. But. Yeah. And Jonathan would never 
associate with any of us three no. if it wasn't for cigars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even clear he likes us. And I don't think Barry would associate with any of us three. No. No. We're not, no, he'd be at sporting events. You brought up a thing. I know you were on um, another podcast, Tell Us Why, which was very interesting. Mm. Take the people you hang out with the most in your life. Right. You're the sum, You're of, the sum the of the top five. Yeah. 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 What it is, and this would not be... In your in your group, you you automatically do because you're around us because you work with us and stuff. But you take your off time off and you put those five people together. Although you used to, as a customer, you came around me a lot. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Why is it? No, you were young. Most guy. people would say, "Well, that's endearing." Uh-huh. You picked me as one of the people that you wanted yeah, to be in your, your top five. No, I w- because I wouldn't have picked you. Thanks. <laughs> no, because and, and I'm not like you, and you're not like me. Well, we had the music thing in common. Yeah, you know who would make my top five and uh, the buyer for two guys, Ed Santa Maria. And I could see where this is how you become the sum of the people you hang out with. Yeah, my work ethic from when you first hired me to now, I don't need direction. Like I know what I have to do. I know when it has well, to be done. It's been a long time for Christ's right. sake. Right, so. but I think I picked that up from him. I used to be last minute Charlie, and no more. Yeah. So yeah, we are some of our friends. Yeah, they say that. Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah, I mean, I look back to the people that I I I always connected older. Yeah. I I sat with the older guy, and as and, did I. Yeah. Right. Right. Even I wanted when, to learn. Even when you were a kid, did you yep. want to hang with? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to learn further. That was that was always it, you know. I, I look at my little grandson now, and I say, I think I see that in him. He want, he doesn't want to go to sleep because he doesn't want to miss out yeah. on whatever's going on. And I think that was me too. That I butted in with the, you know, kids are supposed to be uh, seen and not heard. Yeah, yeah, not in my family that they had me at the table while they were going over the mortgage. It didn't matter what it was, and. Uh, I yeah. took I took to that stuff. Yeah, and I want to miss out on everything. That's why I go to bed early and get up when no one else is awake. Although uh, Jonathan did text me at one point at around four in the morning, and he I got an up. immediate answer. I was up at three, working it's, on. It's happened. To you oh, so somebody for somebody texts you something. and you answer them. Yeah. Oh wow! What a novel idea. <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning, if I text you, you're going to respond. Yeah. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of BarryIsABullshitLiar.com. Uh, I wonder where that email would go. A message from Barry's liver. <laughs> Dear Barry. All right, this is the winner. Are, yeah. we, are we picking a winner? You can just stop right there. After all these years, how can you leave me cold turkey? The only attention you've given me is from that clear stuff that we all laugh about people putting in their whiskey. If this is truly the end, then I'm asking you for a transplant. I hear that the whiskey miser will drink through any illness. He values what is left of his liver, so please let me go to somebody that will use me to my ability. Regards, your liver. Sign the whiskey miser. <laughs> Thought that was great. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it, headline alone. If you can have a great headline, right. and that, that's copywriting. If you can yeah. write a great, you know, and we try to do it on the Cigar Authority too. On on the uh, if you look at thumbnails, what thumbnails are when you go onto YouTube and you look what we call right. the show and things like that, and creative things will well, tend to get more. You know what was always like that was uh, the Onion. 
Yeah. The headline would be great, but if you went to read the article, it would just get weaker and yeah. weaker. So I'd just stop at the headline. I want, I want to do a uh, – I've, I've been meaning to bring this up to you, so I'm going to do it on the show so you can shoot me down in front of about <laughs> thousands of – hundreds of thousands of whatever we have. Yeah. I want to do a thumbnail with a girl in a bikini because I think that would be the most clicked episode ever. If you just want me to wear a bikini, yeah. I'll wear a bikini, buddy. It will, but um, – Hmm. It's not the right kind of click. You got to be honest to the click. Um, Naked cigars, and we'll do a half-naked girl. Hmm. Naked cigars. All right, we have an episode coming up. We may have already done done it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have have two unbanded cigars. All right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use a... Maybe a girl turned backwards. You can see her back, right? Yeah. And you can see she has no clothes on. Yeah. Hmm. Done. I got the... Can she be holding a cigar? Uh, we'll make her hold a cigar. I'll go, we'll make through, her. I'll go through my browser history. I'm sure I have tons of images. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. So this is the email that I think is the best email that we've ever received. Ever. 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 And I have a backup in case we end up needing a backup, but we're, we're getting close on the time here. Uh, submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. And that's where you go. Com. That's where you go. Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. That's it. Go to CigarAuthority.com. You see Contact Us, Contact Page, whatever yep. it says. Click on it. You're right in there. You get the email put well, in. So is this meant to be the last email, you believe? Yeah, you want to hold it and do the uh, That's segment? exactly right, do what that. I was thinking. Let's All do right. That. It's time for the strength and character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Okay, we have six pillars of character. Citizenship, caring, fairness, respect, Trustworthiness, and we're on responsibility right oh, now. Oh, boy. Responsibility. We might be going back to responsibility. We're not sure. We don't know. We're not sure. <laughs> um, it's a perfect one for this time, which is the last show of the year, in the, and it would be make healthy choices. Oh, yeah. Make healthy choices. I'll go first. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm living life. You know, um, even when I dieted, it, it, I went on that um, low-carb thing, yeah. and I don't think I was making healthy choices. You were miserable. No, I think, the you know, eating all that meat and mm. cheese and eggs and things over and over and over wasn't a healthy thing. I was just trying to drop weight, so staying off carbohydrates. I get off that. I go on the carbohydrates. I don't make healthy choices either. Jonathan, on the other hand, is trying to be unbelievable and be healthy as possible, and he's going to live the longest, and he's going to do whatever. None of that is true. None of that is true. Yeah. And I had an uncle that made the healthy choices. Mm -hmm. He died at 72. My father, who died before him, said, pay attention to your uncle and watch and see how long he lives because (laughs) he refused to eat at restaurants ever because he can't see what they're cooking. He was meticulous on every single thing he ate that went into his body. He was much like Jonathan. He talked about it all the time. He was he overtook his life, actually. And he died at 72. My dad had already died at 72, who lived life. It had whatever he wanted, whenever yeah. he wanted it. 
didn't overindulge in anything, but lived his life and enjoyed every bit of it, uh, where my uncle did not because he was going to live forever, and he died at 72 too. So I do not make healthy choices. Uh, I barely drink. Uh, I do smoke cigars, never had a cigarette, mm-hmm. and uh, but I eat what I want and a lot of things I don't eat, but I'm, I, don't, I, I never did a drug in my life. I barely take an aspirin, hmm. so some of the things are good, but when it comes to some things, I'm going to live my life. You, on the other hand? Responsibility is the ability to choose your response, and I make my decision to eat this, not that. If there's a better option... I eat healthy choices, a healthier choice. The, I will eat at restaurants, special occasions. I have no problem doing it. I just try to get a healthier option that's on the menu. I'm not going to get the bowl of pasta. If I was going to have pasta, it's going to be a higher end pasta restaurant, maybe where they make the pasta there better Is that flour. Be better? If think? I'm, if I'm going to do it, I think that's better. I, I just try to make the best choice with the options that I'm given. Make healthy choices. So I do it. Yes, that's 100%. In the last year, I definitely have made healthy choices. You were eating bacon, uncooked bacon. I was doing everything (laughs) I could to lose weight. That wasn't healthy choices. That That, was lose weight. That was like me. But the keto diet is proven to be a healthy diet. I disagree. There are hundreds and hundreds of, of things out there saying keto is a healthy choice. For me, I switched to Mediterranean when, uh, with no gallbladder. The way I was processing cholesterol was different and made the change, and now my cholesterol is perfect. So 2021 has been the year of healthy Barry. The last 52 years of my life, <laughs> not even close. And no. ketogenics is what your body was meant to run on, you, you, a, a ketogenic lifestyle. Not that you'd never have another carb. Barry, question for you. Now that you're on the Mediterranean diet, are you going to have to change your name to a Mediterranean name, or are you sticking with what you got? I'm, I'm sticking with what I got. Right. What do you got? You got two so far. Yeah. <laughs> he's got choices. And he's got a third not, one that he a, doesn't even know what his name is. Not according right. to the email coming up. How about you now? Healthy choices. Uh, I'm back and forth. You know, I I do tend to do a lot of biking and exercise but that's mostly so i can eat shit food yeah so you can yeah try to balance it a little bit yeah because i'm just gonna eat more what i, I want to eat so he's more of a balanced guy you're an extreme i'm not an extreme I, i'm the other extreme i'm gonna have whatever i want you're not gonna have it even though you want it i don't want he's it in the middle somewhere and barry is, <laughs> is is the changeover and that's where we're at right because right, you know i used to do a lot of hundred mile rides and i'd crazy I'd fin- that's extreme finish pretty early <laughs> and then i would sit at my vehicle eat a snickers bar and smoke a cigar and all the other riders would come in after me and look at me with disgust yeah yeah and i loved it yeah and i loved it <laughs> <laughs> We were men and we loved it. <laughs> we loved Remember it. that? Following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigar. This is the best ever. Com. Yep. Subject line is I'll do it Dave's way. Ooh. And power rankings. Fine, Dave. I'll do it your way. God forbid your feelings get hurt. You've indicated that you really haven't liked the last few emails I've sent. And judging by your reaction to other people's emails, you seem to like boring questions, bland comments, and positivity. Not to mention, you've mentioned to get the entire chat room to hate me. I got some guy named Nurse Rick sending emails calling me a dickhead, and you <laughs> refused to speak to me when I came to visit you six months ago. But I'm wow. over that. 
You know who this is. It doesn't bother me anymore. Not at all. So I'll play it your way, Dave. Here's a couple of questions I think you'll like. I have a desktop humidor. Do I leave the top open or should I close it? Close it. If my cigar goes out before I finish it, what should I do? By the way, you guys are all wonderful and I love the show. Is this better, Dave? Is this honestly better than me pointing out that you guys have been compared to the Avengers, but a better comparison for those old enough to remember would be the Golden Girls? (laughs) Clearly, Dave would be Betty White. You can imagine her telling the coin story or the story about being stuck on a roof for 11 hours because she forgot how to climb down the ladder. But I won't say that because it might hurt Dave's feelings. Anyway, here's more positivity. The year-end power rankings for 2020. Number one. This was a year ago. Barry Beliveau. Number two, Barry Stein. (laughs) Number three, Barry's 37 weeks of summer vacation. Number four, the ghost of the dead cowbell. Number five, the ghost of Mr. J's dead marriage. Sorry, buddy. Keep your head up. Number six, Dave is in a and his occasionally senile ramblings. Seven, Jim Collison's really bad advice. No, but seriously, I'm sure changing the background will make the show more enjoyable when I listen on a Tuesday afternoon. (laughs) Eight, the coronavirus, and tied for dead last, Mr. Jonathan and Ed Sullivan. Nicholas from Providence, Rhode Island. The man is a genius. He does write well. He does write well. But you don't want to talk to him. I had no idea. He honestly had no idea. No. But and Nicholas knows that. He wasn't really. He was, he was sitting back there in the corner. Oh, yeah. You don't notice. Some. I mean, you got to be kind of a creep to sit in the back corner. Right in the very back, sitting, lurking. Sit in the front row so we can make fun of you. <laughs> like in a comedy club. You yeah. get the balls to sit in the front row. Wear went, a purple suit. I went with, with Ed. We went to a comedy club recently. Front row. Front row. Front and center. Where Jonathan did, was. <laughs> where did I sit for for Jimmy Dunn? Front row with a ridiculous suit on, purple yeah. suit with an orange shirt and purple shoes, and just gave him a letter high yeah, fastball. There you go. Take it. This is what you're looking for. Well, Jonathan, bald liked, guy in the front. Yeah, Jonathan likes the attention. I do. I'm a fan. <laughs> All right, that is it for the last show of the year. Contenders for the cigar of the year. They're not contenders anymore because just a couple days from now, New Year's Day, we will give the cigar of the year so, this Saturday. So do we already know the answer in the future? We, In the future, we do. When this airs, we'll know we the do, answer. We do. We'll know. Our listeners won't. <clears throat> yeah. But this will be the last episode of 2021. Big thank you to all those that like and share our podcast that out there, especially that subscribe on YouTube and are on the MeWe's and everywhere that they end up following the Cigar Authority. Thank you so much. What a great year it was for us, and we're going to continue in 2022. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody out there, and we'll see you next year. Keep the lid end. uh, Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.